Did somebody say, I thirst? That's what I want to talk to you about. Did somebody say, I thirst? I want you to turn in your Bible to John chapter 19. The 19th chapter of Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. John, the final of the four Gospels, not a synoptic Gospel. That's Matthew, Mark, Luke. But then John, the reason is because John wrote his Gospel decades after Matthew, Mark, and Luke wrote theirs. So he was an old man. This, the same John that was banished 20 miles off the coast of Ephesus on a place called Patmos, nothing but the wild beasts for company, who heard behind him on the Lord's day, the Spirit of the Lord speaking to him. Sometimes you got to turn around to hear. You didn't hear me. In other words, if God's voice is becoming faint to you, there's a turning that needs to happen. Turning is repentance. Oh, great God Almighty. John 19, verse 28. Jesus now, hanging on the cross of Calvary, utters seven distinct statements. This is but one of his discourse while paying the price for your redemption and mine. Jesus, knowing that everything was now accomplished. Wow, that's powerful, isn't it? That means there's nothing else to be done for you to be healed, already finished. For you to be delivered, already finished. For God to put your home back together and tear up the divorce papers, already finished. That everything was accomplished, that the scripture might be fulfilled. Wow, I wish I had an hour to preach right there. Everything Jesus did on that cross was so that some scripture would be fulfilled. He's still in that business right now. If you can find a scripture, Psalm 8110, open your mouth with that mighty decree. And God said, I'll fulfill it now. You'll see the words that you speak. So shall it be. Jesus, knowing that all things were accomplished, that the scripture might be fulfilled said two words, what did he say? I thirst. 2023, you have heard four times already this morning from this great pulpit in the legendary Sumrall Tabernacle that agreement in 2023 is essential. Say agreement is essential. Agreement is essential. Here's why. Mark chapter 3, verse 25. A house. Welcome to our house. Look, look around and then look at somebody and say, welcome to our house. This is our house. This is our house. This is our house. Welcome. We're so glad to have you at our house. But a house divided against itself. Now these words are in red in your Bible. Cannot stand. If the house is fractured, 
If the foundation of the house is not secure, your Bible in mind says, if the foundations be destroyed, what will the righteous do? Too weak to take a stand if the house is divided. Anything with two heads is a monster. I'm going to try again. Anything with two heads is a monster. Agreement is the language of strength. Division is the language of weakness. You get a mother and father divided against one another. The children will be divided. That house will be too weak to stand. You get a church where the leadership cannot come under and be responsive to the visionary. You have division. You are too weak, not only to stand, but to make a stand. It is our responsibility to present a united front to a divided and fractured world. I don't know if anybody's listening to me today. The largest number of people, not the smallest number of people, focused on a multiplicity of things, but the, the largest group of people focused on the smallest. Now, I, I have a weapon. I'm very fond of it. My daddy gave it to me. And it's called a seven millimeter mag STW. Now, the reason it's called that, that Southern Times Western, it, it is a load or a bullet. You with me? And every bullet has with it powder. That's why it's called gun powder. Now, so that cylinder can be a multiplicity of sizes. Well, the seven millimeter STW has not a seven millimeter body of powder. It has a 300 Winchester length of powder, which is 30 to 40% bigger than the normal seven millimeter. So it's got a lot more powder behind it. Then they don't put a 300 Win Mag bullet on the end of it because that's heavy. So they put a seven millimeter bullet on the end of it, which is much smaller. It travels nearly three times as fast when it's put together that way than in its original form. So what am I telling you? It, she, it shoots further. It shoots farther and it shoots faster than its counterparts combined. What am I trying to tell you? We got to increase our powder. So the largest number of people, fully on small, 
Fooey on little, little pastors with little vision wanting to shepherd little amounts of people and keep them a paycheck coming. Think that little amounts of people focused on many things is more powerful than more people focused on one thing. The greater number of people we can get focused on the smallest point of agreement will yield God's kingdom the greatest results. That's how we win 300 people a week to Jesus and the average church in America is 75 people. Wow. Wow. The first banana to leave the bunch is full of itself, has an overinflated idea of itself, and gets skinned. Are you with me? Our nation was forever changed on January 9th, 2020. The, the World Health Organization announced a mysterious coronavirus-related pneumonia in Wuhan, China. I'm just reading the news report. Then on January 22nd, 2020, the Center for Disease Control confirmed the first case of COVID-19 in the United States. As of April 14, 2023, there have been 685,000 million, I, I got to get this out, 685,599,352 confirmed cases. There was one case of a strange pneumonia in Wuhan, China, just months before that. That thing was focused. Give me the next slide. 6,842,343 people died. Have you forgotten what it was like? I think we do. How quickly we forget. How quickly we forget that we watched in horror as convention centers and Navy ships were repurposed into hospitals. Cruise ships filled with the sick and the dying were then required to remain offshore for fear of the spread of this new dark demonic specter of death. Refrigerated trucks became morgues as hospitals overflowed. Nursing homes became killing fields. We were forced to stay six feet apart by government order. Businesses were closed. Many never opened again. Millions upon millions lost their jobs. Those that kept their jobs were for, forced to work from home. And productivity in every business sector in America dropped 
40%. Don't tell me you can work at home like you do in the office because you're not being truthful. God intends people to work, not lay around the couch in their blousy pants, sip Coca-Cola, watch YouTube, and play on a computer. No, I'm telling you, what has happened as a result of this thing is demonic, and from the very first case that escaped a lab in Wuhan, China, it had a purpose, and it was to divide the church from itself. That's why I'm shouting agreement. That's why I added two services a week instead of petting people and begging them to come one time a week. I recognize the devil. Our homes became our offices. Too bad for our children. Our schools were now our homes. Too bad for our children. Our places of worship became our homes. For over 40% of all evangelicals in America, three years later, you're still making your home your house of worship. That's why the church is not a symbol. The church is just gathering. Disconnected. I'll come when I want to. I'll come when I feel like it. If pastor's not in the pulpit and I catch wind of it, I won't be there. If I have an ache and a pain, I'm too sick to go to that healing meeting. Do you still love me? I'm just pointing out to you what's happened. Forty percent or more of the people that were sitting in these seats two years ago are gone. And the statistics say they will never be back. Well, I beg to differ. Be seated. Watch. If you want to go to the Ohio State University's shoe, horseshoe, on a Saturday morning, and the game's at noon, you'll have to get up at six. Because you're going to fight to get ready. You're going to have to fight the traffic. You're going to have to fight to find a place to park. You're going to have to fight to get on a shuttle bus that's five miles from the stadium. 
They're going to drop you off 10 blocks from the stadium. You're going to have to fight your way off that bus. You're going to have to fight that crowd to find your gate. You're going to have to stand in line. You're going to have to go through a metal detector. You're going to have to fight your way, ladies, to try to get a handbag through the doors, and you're going to lose. You're going to have to fight the indignity of a wand. I don't know about you, I'm a man. I don't like being wanded. I fight that. (laughs) Hold on there, bro. (laughs) And when that thing starts buzzing, and everybody starts looking, got to fight that. Wendell, look at that. Church closed till further notice. Easter services canceled. Now you hear me. I love our online audience. I love them. I know precious people. Precious people. Lori Ann Rogers is, I guarantee you, watching right now. From way up in the mountains of Utah, Colorado. She's up there watching. Amy Bacon from the northern reaches of Alaska. They're watching. They couldn't drive to Elkhart this morning. They couldn't get here from Anchorage. But if you're sitting in Reynoldsburg this morning and you're able-bodied, we need you. You're part of our Lego. We can't show the world who we were created to be with you missing. Fear, hopelessness. Were great weapons. They attempted to bury every single solitary one of us. The enemy's plan was that the church would not survive. You think this was about vaccines and political parties. That's because you're nearsighted. This was a plan. This was a strategy hatched in the darkened regions of the demonic underworld to get that seat beside you empty today. 
because the greatest number of people focus on the smallest thing. And believe you me, we're getting focused around here. The apex of all Christian endeavor must become to place the jewel of a soul in the crown of our Savior that the Lamb of God slain may receive the reward of his suffering. That is focus. Your family, your friends, your loved ones, your co-workers. We are focused. And revival. We are focused. I got to hurry. Hurry. Our assembling. Our assembling together is not only critical, it is commanded. Hebrews 10.25 Shouts! and reverberates within our spirit, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as others do. And even the more, even the more, that means add services, don't subtract for them from them. That means attend more times, not less. As you see that day approaching, if you can't look around you in this culture, and realize the day of the Lord is at hand, you're not watching. The United States military just made an announcement and have put forth to their governing group that every military doctor and nurse, every military hospital, every military caregiver will begin to offer hormone replacement therapy and sex change operations to mutilate the bodies of confused by adult children as young as seven years of age, allowing them these treatments without parental approval. That's our military. Thoroughly modern Millie. You think Jesus isn't coming? You think the adversary of our souls isn't fighting, kicking, screaming, planning, scheming to take your family to hell, your loved ones to hell, your neighbors to hell? Why are we divided? We are, Shaden, the body of Christ. And our connectedness is absolutely imperative. You can go to that Ohio State game, I often have. You're going to have to fight in September, 85 degree weather. You're going to have to fight sitting on a concrete slab. Everybody just enjoy that chair you in there. Slide down in there. Look at that, an arm raises up and down. Isn't that good? You're gonna have to fight 
somebody in your seat every single time. You're going to have to fight. You're going to have to get that ticket out. No, sir. That's my seat. Do you know people used to fight each other for seats in here? I'm not exaggerating. I can show you children's wing rooms where the windows were broken out, not for people trying to vandalize, but for people to try to get in the room. Well, you know, I don't know, Pastor. I I really can't figure you out politically. I'm not running for nothing. Well, you know, Pastor, we had the summer of love or the summer of hate and violence, whichever you prefer to call it. Makes no difference to me. What makes a difference to me is you let it take you out of your place. Nobody else did that to you. You did that. Shame on us. Having opinions that thwart us from being connected where God set us. Let me tell you something. God connected me with this woman. Right here. This woman, right here. Okay, turn around. This woman, we're connected. We're connected. Do we ever get in a fuss? I'm, I'm wanting you to be honest, honey. Do we ever get in a fuss? Yes, it's usually you. It's usually me. Sorry. I'll, I'll admit it. It's usually me. Fussy. I'm, I'm fussy. But what I do, because I'm a parsley and I'm a hillbilly, I can fuss with you like two wildcats. And 10 minutes later, say, let's go make it. <laughs> she pointing at you. Sometimes we fuss just to get to make up. But we never discuss you go your way I'll go mine we're just no longer compatible your teeth have gotten more crooked you've developed when we got married stand up Theo pull your jacket back uh, how, what's your waist? 29. 29. Oh, that's what was. No, wait, no, wait. 29. Come here and stand by me, Theo. Come on. Oh, yeah. There you go. Okay. Do you notice a difference? 
Okay. The day we were married, this one and me, I had a 29 inch waist. Go sit down somewhere. You've seen your future. Prophetically. Or pathetically. Either one. Our connectedness is vital. We got children to raise that turn out like this. Austin's back working in the control room this morning. Yeah, that's my son. Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I want to invite you to tell someone in your life about the podcast. Hope you'll do it today. Head on over to iTunes and leave a review. Share it on your social networks for me. Really helps me get the word out. I'd love for you to connect with me on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. No easier way for me to minister to you every day and throughout the day and for us to join together in faith as God moves in and through your life. You can find links to all my pages at rodparsley.com. God bless you now, and I hope you'll listen again soon.